Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> All right, here we are. We're back with another episode. We're back, and I'm also in Spain again. Emma, yeah, I feel like you are jet setting. Like, like, by the way, last week, can I explain why I wasn't able to be on? Yes, because I, I want. Please I do, because I, um, I, I kind of, I kind of skimmed over it. But he, Mateo, had a good reason. And I, at first, I felt like I was like in like a crazy tank talking to myself and then i then i i ended up pull, i miss you and i i it's way better when you're here but i but i mean also it. we do it we talk to ourselves essentially every night on stage we just yeah i do it during the day the as audience. well yeah true yeah so where were um, you so what happened okay i mean for all right because i called you like probably not even when it was bad so I was going to Glasgow for, and by the way, it's not Glasgow. I learned that by people scolding me, but I went to the Glasgow Comedy Festival. It's Glasgow. Gla- it's Glasgow. Oh, see, who says that you don't learn stuff on inside the closet? I didn't well, know that I either. I really learned a lot of things from this podcast. She's I bad. Say, I really, my sister has brain cancer. So I'm scared about what people learn. No, I want everyone to send good thoughts to my sister, Lorna, because I really love her. Fun. So you were on your when when we talked, you were like I'm ha- you were on your way to the airport. Okay, so a I was supposed to fly out Wednesday, right? And then Tuesday, everyone's like, "Oh, a snowstorm's coming tomorrow." And then someone mentioned to me that it's going to be four inches, and I was like, four inches." I was like, "That's nothing. We'll be able to hey. fly out." Yeah. Then I went to go do Jared Freed's podcast. It was like three o'clock in the afternoon. I look online and it said eighteen inches of snow, and like you know when you panic but you don't move. That's what was happening. Also, I'm surprised that you that this induced this amount of panic because the thing is, is like when it's weather, you've done nothing wrong. Yeah, but it's also just like then it becomes like I just start to micromanage the weather. I'm right. like, how can I beat this? So <laughs> I called my manager up and I was like, we need to change my ticket for tonight because it's going to be there's no way I'm getting out tomorrow. There's there got to like, be we have to figure out ways where it's like when it's things we can't control, we let it go. Because right when you said that, I tried to micromanage weather, too. And because I remember, I remember being like at an airport, like like just like having a breakdown. Like I was gonna miss my show at like an Italian restaurant in Worcester, Massachusetts, <laughs> and they kept delaying the flight. And I was like, I would have been able to drive if they kept not. De- they kept delaying it by an hour, an hour, an hour. And then someone said, a friend of mine was like, Emma, what are you to do? It's a blizzard, and I was like, true. Well, here's what I was afraid of. One, I wanted to go to the comedy festival, and two, I wanted. To- because I'm in Spain right now, literally spooning with my boyfriend. Hey. And I was like, I want to see my boyfriend. So there was like, did you a tell lot him I said hunka hunka? Yes. Hunka hunka. Hunka hunka, burn in love. Hunka hunka. He's back on Instagram, so you can look at his hunka hunka pictures all day. Um, but so I was like, okay, I'm like, we'll just do it then. So here's the thing when you work overseas, you have to like, for some reason, print out this stupid sheet of paper, which makes no sense. Anyone they want to know what it. you're doing. Right. So I had to get this thing printed. So at 5 p.m., my manager calls. She's like, you got the flight at 8 o'clock. By the way, this story, beginning from now, gets worse and worse. And you're <laughs> going to think I'm making it up. And I promise you I'm not. So um, at 5 p.m., um, she's like, you have a flight at 8. Can you make it? I was like, yes. So I, I think I packed in like seven minutes. So you just, <laughs> I mean, you're I, just po- showing up with like a thong and a tankini uh, to... Honestly, yes. I mean, a snow I was shoveling shit in there. And it's still one of those moments. I'm like, do I need a hat? Who cares? It's going in. Right. So um, then I'm like, I'll just run to CVS and quickly get this printed. Emma, how long... I want you to tell me, for a sheet of paper, how long do you think it takes to get printed? Eight with minutes. The printing eight center? minutes. That's interesting. It took 20 minutes. Oof. 
Do you have to plug in your phone? It has to download all your pictures, and then it was the last picture, and then they have to. You have to enter your name. Was your the person email address, seeing all the other pictures birth, you had too? Is it one of those things? Oh, like, and it's all of my all butt. Your, every yeah, everything pops up, ass. and you're like, "Hey, okay, all right, there we go, all right, yeah, okay, so like, just to that one." It's like yeah. it's like those Monet paintings where he did the painting of the haystack, like in the summer and in the spring. That's my ass in all, all of, of them. Phone. And then there's just like some random employee at CVS, like that knows every single thing about you and you're like, yep, well, that's what I look like in different settings, but I, I kind of want to be like, isn't this what we got cell phones for? And right. like, let me just say this also. I have never worked with a printer that works. Have you? No, I've actually had many printer a problem myself. I got a wireless printer for... Oh, forget about Wireless printer might as well say, this will not work. And I got one for a, my Christmas birthday present for my mom. It was like a super nice one. And then I was lugging it around. I brought it with me to LA and then it didn't... Well, wait, I'm lying. I for, also forgot like the battery pack. So that was my fuck up. But, but still, yeah, printers. I mean, it's like, oh, they never work. You could buy a printer from the future. You can go back. To, I mean, the printing press is in 1800s. It will not work. Whatever right. you need it to do, it's not going to do. It's not going to work. And I'm literally at CVS being like, I was saying out loud, the employee, everyone I worked with that day thought I was an idiot and insane. Because I kept being like, this has got to be a joke. That this will not. This is a, this it's is a joke. It's always something this like this that breaks joke. the camel's back where it's like, there's so many things that like we put up with in life. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's a... Um, Taylor Strecker, who we had on, there's I've gotten to meet and like become buddies with some of the listeners. I know uh, Crystal Clear Christine that listens to this too. I remember she had a post on Facebook where it was like uh, her son had done something, and it was just like the straw. It's like something I think I'm something with like bed sheets, like he like drew in them something. But it's like the straw that all of a sudden you're like, and that's it. Like, but it was also like no a more. series of like, nothing's going to work. So it right. took 20 minutes to print out this thing. It didn't even print it the right way. And I was like, I have to fucking go. And the guy was like, just, and I was going to buy a protein bar with it. He's like, just take the protein bar and the paper and go. So I jump into a cab and I'm like, okay, I have two hours to make it to the airport because my flight board's at 730. It's 530. I'm like, dun, I'll make dun, it. Dun, Even dun, if it's dun, an dun, hour dun, and a half dun. in the car. I'll Did you feel alive? It. No, I felt the closest to death I've ever felt in my entire life. Sometimes I feel like a high almost when I'm like cutting it that close to stuff. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But so we're in this cab and like it, it took two hours to get there, right? So we pull up my flight boards at 730. It's 715. Mm. I put in my card, declined. (laughs) I mean, declined in the taxi. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Declined. And I thought, I I was like, this has got to be a joke. And I said, do it again, do it again, do it, decline, 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 decline. And then the guy's, I'm like, like, there's a problem with your fucking cab. I was like, can you do it something up there? He's like, nope, not my problem. And And you had money in the account? Oh, yes. Yeah. And it was like, it wasn't, it was like 70 bucks. It wasn't like I was exceeding like a $3,000 limit. Right. I'm in New York City. I take cabs. So I call Chase, right? And then, I, like, the guy picks, you know how they have to do their spiel? Hello, this is the job. What's Thank your you birthday, so please? Fuck! I just cut him off. Yeah, I literally, he was like, hello. I'm like, hi, don't make good shit. I'm in a taxi. My right. car, decline. So he goes, oh, there's nothing wrong on our side. I was like, well, you need to refresh your page. And he's like, no. He's like, there's nothing wrong on our side. He's like, I can get my supervisor. I'm like, your supervisor's not going to do shit until they can clear this car. It's like, nope. He's like, it's fine. And then I go to the cab driver. I'm like, he said it's fine. And then the cab driver's like, nope, it's Chase. So now it's 723. I have to be there at 730. You're into a he said, she said with oh, Chase and a taxi I'm driver. Neither who give a fuck. 
And I am screaming like a white woman who can't get a mimosa for Let me see your Sunday. manager. Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, literally, literally. Like, this is ridiculous. So I said to him, I was like, there has got to be a fucking way. I have got to make this flight. I was like, you have got to get, tell me what to do. And he was like, you can send me a check. Fine. Write down your fucking address. Wow. I'll send you a goddamn check. So he hands me a sheet of paper. I storm out. I run through. Now, here's the thing. I normally fly Delta. When I fly Delta, on my Apis is TSA pre-check. So we because we had to buy a new ticket last minute. They Airline loyalty is like the best thing I've got going on in my life. It's like the most like organized I am. It's like the most it's the best relationship I have. It, United Airlines and I know it's the most fucked up airline. Who's surprised by that actually that the best the airline I have is like the the best relationship airline is the most fucking the one that's like killing just, puppies and stuff. But I just want to say my boyfriend was sound asleep and he just woke up and said you're screaming. Oh, hi Kiki. Hi Kiki, do you want me to leave the room? So, well, you, you know what? You're doing okay. work. So, <laughs> so you get TSA pre-check. Do what? You're doing the, TSA pre-check. Wait, say hi, Kike, real quick. Hi. Okay, hi. that's it. He's sound asleep. Um, so, uh, so normally I'm TSA pre-check, but because we got the ticket for through Virgin, it didn't say TSA pre-check on my thing. So I run up and I'm like, hi, I'm normally, I'm showing them my TSA pre-check number. I'm like, hi, I am TSA pre-check, blah, blah, blah. I have four minutes. Nope, you can't come through. You have to, I said, no, you're not listening to me. I had to buy this and that. Nope, you can't come through. I mean, it's just like, I'm people picturing the airport, during this time in New York, that it's like, do not want to do their job. Do also, you know it's I mean? like, it's, Mateo at this point in time was probably the fastest talking human being on earth. Like, it's just oh, like, it just winding up out of my mouth. the gayness, like just winding it up, winding it up, winding it. Like you were pr- all probably anyone was hearing like, was like, <laughs> Just, <laughs> just me literally so then this one girl god bless her if i could find her i would like send her a, like a care package she goes just run for the business class so she lets me go through business class i go up to the lady i'm like and she's like fine she's like i'll let you through she's like but you you're gonna have to ask them if you can cut the line oh, so i'm like oh so i i literally look at about 40 people and i go i have three minutes to get on my flight and this one woman looked at me like i was an american hero she was like Get in there. So I think that I your gay up. voice probably helped you at this time because I think sometimes like that all of a sudden, like I bet if it was like, like right it now, makes me look weak. no, not weak, but it's like right now, like people are like trying to like show support. Also, if they said no, maybe it would come across as homophobic in some weird way. So it's well, like, I should have, I should have also wore a sign that said I'm part Mexican. If you yes, don't let me through, like, let me through now. Part. Like I've been through enough. So I'm more than happy to leave the room. So you get, you, you end up <laughs> getting through. So I, I end up, I like, I cut the line and um, I cut the line, and I'm running through, and then I get up to this French family. This French family is slowly putting their bins on the thing. And uh. Emma, I'm like a crazy person. I literally go, je suis désolé, mais je dois partir en cinq minutes, s'il vous plaît, que je peux... And they look at me, and they go, okay, ça va, ça va, ça va. And I just cut through, and I like running down, and online, and my ticket said that it was at A3. Oh, A3, A3, it's at A3. I'm like cutting it so close. I run to gate A3, not a single person there. Mm. And I go, what the fuck? I look online. I look at A3, A3. And so I go up to a flight attendant. I said, I think I'm going crazy. I said, I literally think if everything else could go wrong, it's going wrong. I said, where the fuck does this flight go? She goes, oh, that's at B29, which you know at JFK, that minus will be huge. The like, other oh, yeah. It planet. actually flies out of Argentina. You're like, <laughs> God damn it. 
and you have to walk. There's no train. There's no train. Um, so I, I start running, and then I see those guys on those, like, carts, those Delta carts that are always, like, driving, like, elderly people through the airport. And I just run up to them, and I was like, can you please get me to gate B29, da-da-da? And they go, we're only Delta. And I go, I'm a Delta Gold <laughs> member. I was like, please, I have one minute to make this flight. And so he's like, okay. I mean, Emma, I was a crazy person just to, just to get to Glasgow. So we're going on this thing. And, of course, I'm like, okay, now we're on this. Nothing else can go wrong. A child, like three years old, literally runs right out in front of it. We have to slam on the brakes. The mom is screaming at the guy. He's screaming at her. And I'm like, this is a joke. This is a sick, cruel joke between the car, the, the printing, the credit card, the line, the TSA pre-check, the French family, this. I'm like, I cannot. And I'm, you know me, Emma. I'm 40 minutes early to right. everything. Yes, Mateo is on time. So I finally get to my gate and I like I run on. And then it, it kind of was the best because the flight was completely empty. Like oh, I great. sat by myself. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this isn't that bad. And then there was a gay flight attendant. Hey. Who just, he kept like. He was clearly hitting on me, and I used it to my advantage. I got free snacks. I got nice. hot chocolate. Like I was a little. I didn't even know they had hot chocolate. So Kika got mad that I the flight attendant was flirting with me. I'm already right. make you feel any. All right. Um, so then I finally get to Glasgow, and it was great. Like the the, the, the experience was awesome, and Sarah loves you, and she wants to go Sarah, out us three. Yes, yeah, Sarah is the director of the Glasgow Festival, and also gay. And one thing I appreciated was we hung out the whole time I was out there and then she never mentioned she doesn't visually look gay and then at the end she mentioned she's like oh here's my is it her wife are they married her girlfriend who's girlfriend. so sweet her she girlfriend's opened so sweet. one of the shows for and us and I was like oh you're you're gay and she goes yeah I'm like why didn't you tell me she's like well when would like why would I have, I was like I don't know I usually like if I know someone's gay I'm like me too and they're like yeah 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 I we think know. that's in a very that's a very uh, an American thing. To right. Be it's like, like we have to be like, I'm gay. You know, right. it's like some people don't feel compelled to just scream that Did when they you meet feel people. Like, and you felt like the audiences over there were like receptive and good. Th- they were um, they were really good. Yeah. I also this one guy like I, I shouldn't make fun of their accent, but also like, you know, why not? Um, this one guy was like, what's your name? It was Lochley. And I go, oh, excuse, <laughs> excuse me. He goes, Lochley. I said, God bless you. <laughs> Something I was talking to Bob and Bob the Drag Queen. Shout out to Bob's Drag we're getting Queen. Getting him to. We should call him right now. Actually, yeah, we got it. So one thing we're going to do for you guys once we're all, once we're back in the same place, we're going to store up a bunch of episodes where we get to interview a bunch of people and just so we can get back get that back in the mix. And especially I know, but you know now what? that. That we're Bob is invested in. Because Bob tweeted at me not to eat apples that people bring at shows. I never would have thought of that. But if it's <laughs> someone that listens to the podcast and Taylor Strecker, I'm eating the apple. I'm Emma, eating that goddamn apple. It's going to be the safest series. It's going to be the safest apple your, of my life. We want to do a series where we reenact your insane life, like the Craigslist dates and the apples and <sighs> Craigslist dating is no more real. It's so funny to me. I'm like, what's everyone else doing? Actually, I have a problem that I want your opinion on, and it's like, it's like it just happened. Let's get into it. So, uh, so the no. <laughs> So, so the person that I've been going on the dates with, and it's very nice. So last time we talked, have we ca- have we caught up about since since I went and saw them in Canada? Yes. Okay. So okay, after Canada, things were fine, but something we used to like uh, FaceTime and like sex text like all the time before Canada. Mm-hmm. Then after Canada, we weren't really doing that, but also whatever. I wasn't really thinking about it. I've noticed people that are younger are really into the FaceTiming. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's I mean, actually, you know what they do is like like thirteen year olds just Snapchat. They like yeah, don't I'm even not, text each other. Right. They just Snapchat. Yeah, I guess Facebook is not cool now. I can't. I don't even know how to begin to keep up. So what? We oh, were... I'm getting rid of Facebook, and not for any other reasons because they're selling it. So, well, no, it's like it's too much. It's I too, love it. I can't. I'm not. Humans aren't meant to know this much information. Uh, I mean, I I'm go to all bed about with an anxiety it. attack. Everyone's complaining. Like, why is everyone posting pictures of their bagels? I love looking at pictures of what people eat. Like, tell me more. Like, I you like do? that. Yeah, I like that. That stuff just like yeah i like i like i like to know what's going on so i like i like no, facebook is like perfect for me it's information overload mindless small talk and and that's what i like no people are fighting with each other the political it's stuff and... it's funny i guess i'm like i don't know if it's like who i've just curated but i don't have a lot of people posting political stuff or it's it's which I know sounds insane. There there was a couple. There was there's been a few, and then I've unfollowed them. Or there's been a couple people that like post so much about their relationships that I'm like, okay, this is actually a cry for help. Like people that post like every day, like oh, I've got the best spouse in the world, like that, like every day about it. I'm like, all right, you're just tell that to them. Like you're. Well, I remember I, I used to start posting on Facebook how much fun I was having with Billy Stretch play piano, and one morning I saw on his status. Billy Stretch called me a hip broken faggot. <laughs> I thought that was kind of rude, so I got rid of Facebook. We had also we had a bunch of questions that came in that um, I started. I was answering questions on air, but then I, some of them like we had. I have to get your input on. But this is my question. Okay, so there's actually two things. So we're, we. Pre-Toronto, FaceTime sexing a bunch, and that's cool. I used to not be much of a phone sexter, but phone sex talker. I In my heyday, I was into it, but I'm, like, way out of the loop. But now, back in the loop, okay, sex in Toronto, everything's good, everything's good. Didn't ask about her being monogamous at all. I'm not even sure I want that. It was more we wanting to know where she's at. But there was a point in Toronto where we were on my phone, and I haven't deleted my dating apps. So we, I was showing her something on my phone. So she saw that I had a dating app on and then I didn't say anything about it. We just didn't really address it. Then her and I were talking and she was telling me how she like hadn't been feeling like very like sexual recently. She's like, I don't know if it's work stress, but there was this one day where we had been like, like we had had FaceTime sex or whatever. Like we both touched ourselves the day before. And then the next day she's like, I just, you know, I usually am all sexed up and feeling sexual. Now I'm not feeling sexual. And she'd been saying it a bunch. And then she said it again that night. Now, I had been drinking, which we can talk about later, but I've been had some tequila, and then I was like, "Hey, are God, you, you move from two beers to tequila?" This yes. conversation. So then I was like, "Hey, are you talking?" Because she kept saying how she wasn't feeling sexual, and it wasn't. Which was also, can her. I just? I'm gonna cut you off real quick because this is the thing. You flew out there. You with her. You obviously like each other, and then she's gonna spend the entire time reiterating that she isn't feeling sexual. No, this, it would only this make was me feel this. really insecure. Yeah, this was after this though. This was after. Oh, okay. This is after. But even then, when I'm talking to well, someone, it's exactly. Like, so I was like, "Hey, like, does this have anything to do with me? Because if you're feeling like not sexual, and I'm the person you're having sex with, like, I feel weird." And she was like, "No, it's work stuff." And I was like, "All right, cool." And I was like, "But you've mentioned it a couple times, and you've also mentioned like how it's not normal." And then I was like, "You know what? Like, I'm gonna go. I'll talk to you later." So then I went to a diner and I got more tequila, and then I called oh my, my God, roommate Emma. and went home. And then I ate a Reuben sandwich with French fries. I'd been eating so I ate that sandwich like. Like it was like the end of the god. Day. I don't even. I haven't eaten a Reuben sandwich Emma, in my you're life. Being, you're very reactive. I'm the same way. Very I'm not reactive. You this statement, but you're very reactive. Yeah, I ate that sandwich these, violently. These to get to you, I ate that sandwich like they could have told I had a drinking problem. Like they watched me eat that <laughs> sandwich and you're like, <laughs> is everything okay? Nope. 
So it's like, all right, we'd like the Reuben sandwich for the alcoholic <laughs> yeah. lesbian. I'm like throwing the French fries on my. I'm like throwing them into my mouth. They're like I'm like missing my mouth, like assaulting people with French fries. So. <laughs> That happens, but then the next day she messaged me and was like, I feel like I really said something wrong. Like, I think you're so sexy. It's not, I've been really like tired with work stuff. And I was like, you know, if I knew you better, I wouldn't have taken that. Of course, people get tired from work. I was like, what felt weird to me was that I have been feeling extra sexual since we've been together. So we, you know, I just want to be on the same page. And she was like, totally. And then she like really apologized. And then, but so it's all good. Wait, well, good. I, hold on. I'm going to stop you. When, when she said to you, oh, this feels like. This feels like I said something wrong, or mm-hmm. I feel like it's like. Does she have to say that, or can she just be honest with what she's actually thinking? Because yes. I'm, well, that's, I'm I someone said, who I, I was I like, redouble into. I everything, said you did so. not say anything wrong. If you're not feeling sexual, please let me know. Like that's all good. Yeah. Like that's, that's there's a good no, response. Yeah, there's on. nothing wrong with that, and there's nothing worse than feeling sexual like pressure or like yeah, no, no, say it. Like we just need well, to know okay, where we're hold at. On. I'm I'm gonna stop you again because I feel like that's a really good thing that you said. That was really mature Thank because you. if people do feel a certain way. You know, I feel like a lot of people do double talking. So, like, when she when she said, did I say something wrong? You could have easily taken that opportunity to say to her, yeah, you hurt my feelings because this and that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I tried I to really, really think about her it. For you to say, no, you're allowed to feel however you want. However, that being said, I need you to let me know because, you know, my time is valuable. Right. So, yeah, so that seems like it got handled well. And then she's coming. She's like, I'm going to make a trip to visit New York. I want to she's like, I'm going to do a work thing. But also, I just like want an excuse to see you. So I'm like, OK, cool. So, oh, my God, I cleaned the fuck out of my apartment. Like my apartments never look better. Uh, Are you doing crystal meth on top of the tequila? No, the no. <laughs> just some green tea. Uh, so but I like get the apartment like all cleaned out. Plus, like I gave my ex like all the furniture. So I'm like, it's empty. It's out. That feels great. Right. She come she comes in on uh she came in yesterday we see each other she got a hotel room near the near my place we had a like a ton- How come she didn't stay with you? I invite well so when I went to Toronto I also got a hotel room because I think it was like both of us trying to be polite like just you know like I have my own space to go to if you want. That is so unlesbian of you. I know. Well I I usually like operate like the more space we can give each other the safer and the better. It's expensive. Yeah, but don't though. you want to be like We and she know. ended up I ended up going to the hotel and then I ended up staying at her place. Then it was just right. kind of like just you know we got this option. So you're so not Italian. I so just want to throw that out there. Yeah, so we we like, OK, have sex. Fine. It's fun. Then last night we didn't. But then this morning we had sex. All right. And I'm definitely getting my mojo back because it's like I this I was like really like being like dominating this morning. And I was like, oh, yeah, because even though she's like, you know, doing stuff to me that I haven't had someone do in a long time. It, I was Is like, she's still putting her finger in your vagina. Yeah. I, yeah. That, I, that's not like my favorite. Is that but, really rude? I just said it that way. No, how else were you gonna say it? I mean, it sounded I gay. Guess, I is guess, she yeah. still I, putting I mean, her I mean, what am I gonna say? Like, oh, Emma, is she still finger banging you? No, 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 that's not. A thing. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's that there was the night that I did that that we did that in New Jersey that like I was like really into it. Now I'm like a little like, oh yeah, like this isn't necessarily my thing, but it's still fun to even like have someone like begin because before my gynecologist, I hadn't had someone like be inside me in any capacity for like. And you didn't even let them inside of oh, you. you. It had didn't to, like, go well. I do, was do, <laughs> the gynecologist, this little like old Eastern European guy, and there had to be a woman in the room. But he like put two fingers inside me, and I went whoa. And then he was like relax, and I was like, mm. and then he like was like banging my stomach because he was like relax, relax. The muscles are you're you're too you're making this worse. And I was like you're making this worse. So it was like not. So me and that gynecologist are not not. Uh, 
Was he also Russian and said to you, actually, he was. He was. You've got to stop with these Russian doctors, Emma. So we. So, but this is what happened. So, so we like have the sex. Whatever is fine. But I then she was showing me some. Now, since she saw the dating apps in Toronto, I was like, you know what? I'm not going. I want to get off of Bumble. I don't need to be on Tinder. I'm going to keep the one that's like only for creatives only because that's like for work and like maybe I'm not like a total psycho. I just want to keep it. But 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 but. Oh, also, when she said that she did something wrong, she goes, you're the only person I want to be having sex with. Like, I like you. I want to get to know you. So she so put she that up. She said that to you. She said that to she me. She said that to you. Yeah. Okay, actually, so that's her saying, That's Emma, her that saying. she wants it. to be exclusive with you. Well, wait for it. So oh, then I'm. she's showing me something on her phone, and I like clicked. I, like, clicked on one thing, clicked on another thing, and then it went away. So I'm being totally innocent, this motherfucker, not trying to go through the phone. It clicks away, cancels it. Boom. What's on her phone? Bumble. And you can see that there's like a bunch of messages in the inbox. And then also the other dating app that we met on. And you can see it like pops up that there's like messages in there. So she had Bumble like, like if it was a basket of apples, it was like fucking she just went apple picking. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Now let me just stop so you real, I saw real quick. That, hold on, hold and on, she saw on. me let see me that and we didn't say quick. anything. Let me just stop you because you also had dating apps on your phone. But then I took them off. I understand. But you took them off. Be- it's damage is done. She saw that they were on your phone. Yeah. Now she, you're reactive. You went and got tequila, a Reuben sandwich, and you know whatever else you did. So maybe that she's insecure and she's reactive, and she saw that you were on it and felt like, oh, if Emma's talking to other people, then you know maybe I'll talk to other people. Hmm. But then she told me when I I deleted the apps because she was like, I don't want to have sex with anyone else. So that's when I deleted Bumble, which I've never had any luck on whatsoever. Did you way. tell her? What have either? Did, no. Did you feel okay? This is I think okay. Keep going. I'll and I'll tell you what I think. That's a, that's the end of it. So then we but then we like had oh. a nice night and it was fun. But like I'm kind of thinking about it. Like I'm kind of like all right. So I don't and I don't even know. Yeah, like I just want to. You know, I don't know. All right, this is okay. Can I tell you what I think you should do? Also, when I met her, she had a girlfriend. So is she the most trusty person there is? No, right. She's not. Well, you don't know. You don't know what her relationship was with her past girlfriend. N- but here's what I'll say to you: I think everything you just told me, you need to call her and tell her. <sighs> I think you need to. No, this is this is a good thing. I'm, I think you call and say, listen. For a long time, I've been wanting to know if we were exclusive. I really like you. I've had these dating. But apps what if on I don't phone. even know if I, I want to be exclusive? Then I don't think that you. Okay. Well, now, what does that mean? What, I guess it's like I, I. It's just I don't have the. I don't have it in me right now to like jump into a whole relationship thing. But I am down to not be having sex with other people because. But also, it's like I haven't really had like like some like I don't there haven't been like some crazy offers. <laughs> I understand, but but in her defense, this is too wishy washy for her to be able to make any. Because if you want to be exclusive with her, it just for sexually. And I really I'm like sure her. You want her to get rid of her apps. She's hilarious. You, you can't ask her to get rid of her apps, be exclusive with you, but then you not be able to fully commit. Can I? I, can I just go? So, what are you doing on the apps? No, I think you say. I think you say I was on the apps, and then I saw you were on the apps, and I want to let you know that I'm. I want to be exclusive with you. I don't know. We both were just in big relationships, and we can talk about jumping into big relationships. But these are the feelings I'm feeling, and I want to talk about it with you. What if I, I said this? Think- what if I was like, "Hey, we're both just in big relationships." I like that line. Be like, "We're both just in big relationships." I want to like give this a space to get to know each other more. So I don't want to have sex with other people because. I, I want to see think, what happens here. Yes. I also, think that's I fair, wish she I liked getting called a Emma, slut. She doesn't, be, and I missed that. Emma, you have to be 
okay, because this is a, this is a pattern with you mm. that we were talking about with your past relationships. You do lie. You know, you will go for a lie, and then you get caught in the lie, and then a bigger mess happens. But my ex used to lie to me. I've never had someone lie. I've never lied or had someone lie to me like my ex, like my last girlfriend. Uh, but but that doesn't take away from the experience that you have presented to other women. Right. So what I would say to you is what a good a good exercise for you. God, I'm getting so therapy. But a good exercise for you, I think, would be to start right now by telling the truth and speaking exactly what you want and speaking all of your insecurities and just do it. I think it's going to be so freeing because Emma, you're trying to protect something. Well, also I just, and no matter what, it's really fun. And I just, I want to keep getting to that's, that has been something that's been really nice and refreshing about the age difference. Actually, you know, like I think where I'm at more falls in line for the relationship that like a 23 year old would be looking for, which actually like, I was like, so like worried about it, but it actually kind of, works out because like when i'm with women my own age a lot of times it's like you know they're like how would this logistically work like where are we going with this but with someone that's younger though they're not necessarily having those same concerns and that's actually like refreshing so all right so then i think there's a bigger issue here where it's like you're in a situation you like her you have jealousy which is a sign that you like this person okay but you don't sound like i mean you you I like her, but I'm not trying to, yeah, I'm not trying to jump into something. And I don't think she is either. I want to, I definitely want to keep getting to know her casually, but, but I want to keep getting to know her. But I think that, I think if both of us were like, yeah, let's be, because now my, like, my, like, mojo's back. So I'm feeling more, like, confident. But it's like, I would, actually, the other day at the Comedy Cellar, I was standing there and this girl, like, fucking checked me out. Like, really? I like real like I was like standing there and I like looked down because I was like, Did I have something in my shirt? And then I looked up and she was like staring at me and I like head and then nodded. she walked up, she's like, I just want to say, um, I'm a really big fan no, of the No, and then podcasts. she walked up the stairs. Mm. Mm. But mm. but all to say that I bet something could have happened had I right. walked up those stairs myself. You know She's probably I, autistic. Not that there's anything wrong the, with that. But. The, the the biggest problem about all this is that you are kind of like I just wanna know with everything. I just wanna know if I want, I'm more than happy to, I was like, I'm more than happy to not sleep with other people because uh, I want to p- keep getting to know this person. But if she's, well, she said she's not sleeping with other people. So I'm going to be like, and I didn't even, I don't even think I said it back. Maybe that's why she went on the dating apps. I just think you need, I, I think that this can all be fixed really simply by you just speaking everything you just said. When you're me. with a guy, do you, have you ever been with a guy that's called you a, like, like, do you, do gay men like calling each other sluts? As, like, I like calling women, I like saying that to girls a lot. But Like in bed? Or yeah, just like, like being, casually, like, you're a slut. No, I like being like, like, I like, I like, say, you know, being like, I mean, I'm gonna Emma, like think girl. about gay men in the 70s. Let's not even, you know, slut is child's play. Exactly. Yeah, I like, uh, I mean, because a lot of times people that like getting be called like good girl or like affirmations like that also like then it's like and then the flip of that is like when we're playing around that you're good. But now we're going to play that you're bad and you're a fucking slut that needs to get trained yeah, to be you're good. Just, you're in the but full fantasy. I said the slut. I, a, and she was like, not a thing. Them. I think gotcha. you're getting really in your head about a bunch of stuff and you just need to come clean with her and have an honest conversation and decide what you want to do then. But I'm also. Uh, I did. I did do a bunch of butt stuff, and I was like, "I'm back in the game." You did a bunch of butt stuff yep. for her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can I ask what? Did oh, you peg her? Uh, uh, no, but like I'll do stuff with my hands. I'll like lick someone's ass. Like I'm all about it. I like. Yeah. I'm. You know what? Like that. I'm into it. If we're gonna have sex, I want all access. Yeah. 
but someone but what's good with her is like it's like she you know she put she pushes back so that's why the sex has just been so great and i hope people listening are having good sex as well well i want to tell you a story about a young girl who went on a date and i went out with a woman who looked i don't even know what i'm doing i've got we've got a bunch of questions you want to do some questions sure let's do some questions okay um, is it gonna be more like i hate mateo and you guys are not at all and, okay good uh, this is a, this, I'm skimming the beginning of this to get to the question part, but basically, but then she said, it's never too early to hear Mateo's impersonations and Emmons reminiscence about big pimpin back in the day, yeah. six years ago. Um, okay. Here's my question. So I have recently rekindled a relationship with an ex of mine. We broke up mm-hmm. three years ago because of reasons outside of our control. Long mm-hmm. story, but we dated for two years and never ran into issues. It's just others had issues with us. Interesting, interesting, interesting. The sex- Wait, that doesn't make sense. Say yeah. that again. She said, uh, she said, we dated two years ago and never ran into issues. It's just that others had issues with us. But that's what does a, that mean? Right, that's a loaded thing. That seems thing. very suspicious. Very suspicious. Others uh, had issues with you. What, you guys were eating babies in public? Like, right, what like what doing? was going on? Or it's like if your friends don't support someone, or it could have been maybe they had people that weren't like accepting of them being in a same-sex relationship. So the question goes on. The sex is amazing, but I've always mm-hmm. had a, this weird craving to try being with a girl. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, this is someone who's with a straight thing. Okay, but I've always had this weird craving to try being with a girl. I've had a threesome with two guys. It was awesome. Hell yeah. Is this a guy writing? I'm con- no, it's not. Okay. okay. Um, but also, good for you, motherfucker. I watched some porn. I watched some gangbang porn this morning after I saw the girl. You watch the most, ga- that's how you wake up. No. You watch gangbang porn. <laughs> Good morning. No. You wake up, have a bottle all- of tequila, watch some gang gang gangbang <laughs> porn. And you're like ready for the day. I would anybody be surprised? But I, uh, I, it's because I'm like back in the swing of it. I'm back all like sexual again. So after I was with this person this morning, then when I went back and I was like answering emails in the mix of it, I watched uh, someone sh- some slut wife porn. Which is my. I'm telling favorite. you, Emma, you're a 45 year old businessman who mm-hmm. is just trying and I to love make his way up the financial ladder. It's, 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 so she says the sex is amazing. So right now, just to set the scene, she's talking about she's with her ex, who's a guy, and she's just craving to be with a girl. Um, mm-hmm. So she had the threesome with two guys, but never, but not. Did you find that suspicious that a girl would be in a threesome with two guys? Good for her. She's a no, champ. but I mean, not suspicious, but like into but, it. That seems more rare in straight relationships than, like, a guy with you, two girls. Do you think it's homoerotic of the two guys? Yes. What are you talking about? There's two men there? Yeah, but yes. sometimes men men ones like watching the women ones get fucked by other men ones. Uh, yeah, I guess, Speaking we can't for a I guess we don't know the details of the threesome, but to yeah, me it just, like, I would like, like my that. dear ear goes up like, Burr? I would like that. Because you're probably picturing the two guys engaging with each other more. Well, I mean, just in general, yes. Right. <laughs> So, um, she did not want to introduce another chicken at threesome. I have a couple that are friends of mine who would totally be down, but I don't know for a fact my boyfriend would be. Do I throw away my fantasy? How do I bring it up? Eek. So, basically, she is trying to figure out how she would bring up her desire with, like, with her partner. Hmm. Well, I mean, if they've already had a threesome, I don't see why it would it be a problem. It sounds like, like the threesome was not with... The boyfriend, because she said I've had a threesome with two guys. You know what? This just this is hankers back to what I was saying earlier, where it's like people just have a really difficult time speaking their truth. 
And all well, also, you don't do want the partner to truth. feel like she's not satisfied. So my but, goal, but, but it's not about being satisfied. It's about it's about saying to the person you're with, saying, you know, I've always, I listen. This is something I've always wanted to do. This doesn't reflect on our relationship, and you know, I want to know what you think about it. Right. Also, my my vote is always like if you're trying to feel something out, like do it like in the well. I don't know. Like part of me is like just talk about it before. Like especially if when it like comes to like butt stuff or things like that, I'll be like, okay, like how do you feel about like anal anal play? Do you like to get like she makes or it real obvious and puts out a hot dog and mm-hmm. a taco, and she's like, I've never really tried tacos, but I've had a lot of hot dogs. And just keeps winking. Right. He's, he's, <laughs> I and he's like, that. I don't even, or what do we at right. a carnival? I thought you were What's a vegetarian, right? What are you trying to say right now? Yeah, yeah. So, so my, I, I always say like, but it sounds like if you guys, or like in the heat of the moment, you could like bring up the fantasy. Now that's where I went wrong with the slut calling because we were like hooking up and I said something where I said, I was like, she was like touching herself and I was like, don't touch your hand. I'm going to make you wait to come. Like I'm get to, you want to come like a fucking, then I said something slut related and then that Mm. didn't go well so if i had pre-asked in the middle of before the sex before the sex sex facetiming if i had pre-asked her thoughts on getting called a slut i would have known not to dip into that and not it's like doing a stand-up set in one of your jokes bombs and you're like god damn it oh just me every night right (laughs) so with i guess i would say with that either Ooh, i don't know ask no ask him get him talking Ask, do it, ooh, 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 do it while you're giving him a blowjob. Lick his no, balls yeah, Emma, and then look up are, at him you and You are doing ask. what you do, Emma. No. Lick you the balls. Are making, you're playing games. You're making her play games. You're like, make sure he asks her. Go to this. It's like. Do butt stuff on him. I just think that she. No, this isn't about. Because then this like sets up like like damage in the future. I think she should just say, I've always wanted to fuck a girl. And see what about this other couple situation? She knows this other couple that would be down. Well, first start with the girl. Right. See where that goes. And then, and then play into it. I mean, you, can't, you can only unload so much onto a person. Right. No pun intended. I feel like I'm taking the fun out of it, but I mean, it's like... No, I think that's great I, advice. Yeah, I just think that's the thing. Is like, you know, even if you feel a certain way or you think you're going to look stupid or whatever else, you're trying to protect these insecurities rather than just be honest. Right. And just be honest. How did you get so good at this stuff? Is this, is your therapist... Your therapist is really doing a good job? Yeah, he's really good because I'll say things like, oh, I feel really insecure or I feel really crazy. And he's like... Well, if you feel insecure and crazy, then, you know, that's part of who you are. And <laughs> you're just going to run into a bunch of trouble trying to hide it. So you might as well just be open and honest with him. Right. So then I'll say to Kike, I'll be like, yeah, I feel needy or I feel insecure. I feel like I just. It's funny, it. too, because when the people like the person, the Canada girl has said she she's like, oh, I, I don't mean to be needy or I'm sorry if I'm whining. And I'm like, what? Like, you are not needy or whining. There's been so right. many people that I've been with where I do f- have found like draining kind of and i'm like you but, by don't... the way so many people or one person uh a few but oh, no yeah. one <laughs> yeah, one or yeah, two yeah. one or two but neither of them would ever i mean they would they their favorite uh, a go-to thing for each of them would be are you mad at me are you mad at me and then they also would i noticed would say does any no one will love you like i love you has anyone ever loved you like this and they were both very obsessive i remember me well, when, when yeah. someone asks over and over are you mad at me oh my I mean, god what, things like that can be cured by just saying like i will just say like i feel insecure it's also so funny that question the are you mad at me question because it would literally it would go like this it'd be like do you want a coffee and i'd be like no but thank you she'd be like you don't want coffee like i'm good right now thanks a lot 
you don't want me you don't like it when i like bring you coffee no i'm i just will get my own of that all right fine i thought you know you used to like it when i would bring you some coffee i'm like no no it's a very nice gesture on your part i appreciate it let's not make this a thing make what a thing the coffee thing i feel like we're making it a thing are you mad i'm not mad I'm get. I'm not mad, but this is but now a conversation we've had about coffee yeah. when it should just be a real simple thing, and I appreciate it. I feel like I can't do anything right. No, you do lots of things right, but are you mad at me? <laughs> I'm getting mad because this yeah. is a thing, and it doesn't need to be a thing. Now we're in a thing. That's yeah. what I do not I feel not like you just like. described every Seinfeld episode. That's what it feels like. That's what yeah. it feels like. I'm just screaming, like, let's not make it a thing. Let's not have a thing. And then it's a, a, a thing. It's a thing. Which is like, I guess, a pretty privileged problem. Yeah, but. but I mean, every every person in every relationship, there's going to be something that's out of your control, and there's going to be something you do that's going to love... piss the other person off. It's just a matter of how you handle it. I'd love to hear from someone who listens, and you can do this. You can say write it anonymously. But if you're someone who asks, "Are you mad at me? What do you really?" But see, I ask you that all the time. That's what. Bob oh gets yeah, on me for. but see, to me, you don't do it very. You see, to me, you don't do it much. Actually, so that wouldn't even register. Yours right. doesn't even register. But you know what? I also was. Did you notice I was only doing it for like a month and then it was over? Yeah. See, I hardly even noticed when you did it, just because it was I just. Know. But I even said, "Is like I had a friendship that ended terribly, and we it wasn't handled well. The breakup of our friendship, and it got me like paranoid for a month that I was behaving a certain mm-hmm. way around certain people, and that people aren't communicating. The problem was that this person wasn't communicating what they needed or wanted from me, and so and vice versa. I was not the sole problem of this friendship, but um, you know, because of that, it, it like put you in like a moment of." Yes, PTSD. Where I'm like, right. all my fr- I was I was overanalyzing all my friendships, and then it was like uh, once that was sort of over and the clouds moved, you realize, oh no, this isn't actually something that I have. This isn't a quality I have. This is that person and the reaction that they caused. And me maybe to it's do. not such a bad. Maybe it's not. Maybe if someone like didn't abuse it, I because re- you didn't. You don't abuse that question. So maybe if maybe it's like the maybe if someone doesn't overuse it, then then it's fine. But it's I just, also was able to. The thing is too is like I'm saying where it's coming from. I'm yes. Like, you know, and, and the problem, the reason why you're getting frustrated with your past ex is because she keeps asking you, "Are you mad? Are you mad? Are you mad?" Never would change. But and she's I, not really saying yes. what it is she's thinking. One hundred percent. She's thinking. I'm insecure in our relationship and I'm right. trying to do something ge- I'm trying to do a gesture that I feel is going to make you happy and because you rejected it it's a, it's a it's speaking on a larger issue that um I feel like this is collapsing and I want to talk about it but she doesn't right. know how to communicate that so instead she says are you mad at me about the coffee and then so then you are getting mad because it's like you're making this into something it's not Also it's like yeah that you just like 100% nailed that and then also She's someone that just like wanted more assurance than I've ever been able to give anyone like right. in their life. And listen, every relationship's going to get in a moment where the other person needs to be assured of their security in the relationship, but just not when you're getting them coffee at nine o'clock in the morning. I did them so something so lesbian the other day uh, on yeah, Sunday. Uh, wait, hold on a second. I would like to hear. All, I went all about and saw this. my ex's baby. I went and saw my like my the beloved ex Danielle. I went and met her baby, who was beautiful, and her new boyfriend, who was doing construction on the house, and he was very nice. From pictures, I was but, like, he's but, gay, but, but, but um, he is not. Emma, when you said you did the most lesbian thing, it wasn't the boyfriend, or it wasn't the girlfriend of the baby. It was the boyfriend doing construction that you liked. Yeah, well, he, I thought he was going to be, like, kind of faggy. that was a good joke. I thought he was going to be kind of faggy, but he was, like, real straight. And like kind Emma, of, I'm gonna go back on this and say wait, that that was a very good hacky joke, <laughs> and you, did, you didn't, you didn't get it. We didn't get it. 
Because you said the most lesbian thing you could have done, and then you said you went to go see your ex-girlfriend's baby, and I said you were more interested in the construction happening oh, yes. outside. I didn't get that. You, that is a good joke. You're right. Okay. <laughs> and it gets... Just and it, say it was a bad joke. No, and, no, and it, I thought you said that I was more interested in him doing construction than the construction, but, but yeah. No, I also like that you said he wasn't as faggy as I thought I, he From be. the pictures she posts, I was like, oh, it's a gay guy. And then I was met him... A, and, was he in a boa? Was uh, he wearing a sundress? It's a little look in his face and all that, but then I met him and I was yeah, like, oh, gay no. Face. Straight I remember face. my grandpa, straight who was face. completely blind, was like, we, I was telling him what gay face was, and he was like, gay face? What's gay face? And we're like, it's when someone is you know, they look kind of gay, gay in, in the face. face. And then he turns to my grandma and goes, Jeannie, do I have gay face? Oh, my God. I love it. D- did he? No. He's a 80-year-old Sicilian man who can't see. No, he doesn't have gay face. Gay face. This is a question that I love the way that the opening for it is. Okay. Hi, Emma and Mateo. Hey, Ma- hi, Mateo and Emma. So here's the thing. I'm, 20- I'm a 27-year-old guy, gay. Gay is Cinderella on crack. I love that. No, I, I guess that would be really gay. That get Cinderella on crack, and well, partially out to my which family. is almost what the Cinderella story Whitney Houston did was about. Mm, Cinderella on crack because she played. She was in the Cinderella movie with Brandy. Oh, I never saw that. Come on, I know I need to. Oh, Whitney Houston. Are you serious? It was Tragic. Brandy and George from Seinfeld and Whoopi Goldberg. Oh my God, what a cast! Bernadette Peters and yeah, it's such a good movie. So the question is, so two years ago, I met this cute American guy when I was in New York on a business trip. We did stuff. Where where is he from? He didn't say. Okay. He'll probably get to it. Then he goes on to say, we did stuff, like unspeakable stuff. Yes. Then I went back. He came right after me, and we spent some time there, and eventually, after going back and forth for a year and a half, I decided to move to New York. Is this it? This uh, is no, 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 no. I'm just, I was trying to scan to see if it said where he came okay. from. And when he said he did unspeakable stuff, ooh, I was imagining ooh, ooh. the last scene in Requiem for a Dream. How does that, how does that go again? It's a really, it's a, that, <laughs> when, what's her name? Jennifer Connelly or whatever the actress name was like, the, like in that like business party or whatever. And she was like double donging and there was, she was on heroin. Yeah. You don't remember that? Okay. No, I think I, I stopped know. watching that movie. Um, yeah, oh, it's terrible. I mean, stressful. So then, so then, oh, actually, I know why I stopped watching it, Mateo. I started watching it with my mom, and it was so awkward. Yeah, you can't watch that with your mom. We watched like five minutes into when the mom got addicted to Adderall. My mom, we were in Puerto Rico on vacation. My mom was like, "I'm uncomfortable." I was like, "Me too." And then we like sat there for like ten more minutes, and she was like, "Do you do you want to go for a walk?" And I was like, ne- "More than anything in my life." <laughs> so he goes, I, uh, "I was not out to anyone that time." Then he says, "So I moved to New York." Right into his room this summer and texted my mom that I was gay. Woo! To be fair, I emailed her. We're that kind of family who never calls or Skypes with each other. I've been living in and out of Georgia for the last 10 years. Germany, Austria, North, North Dakota, don't ask. She texted me back that she loved me. That's great. I came out to my brother, too. He was super chill. The only question he asked me was if my American boyfriend and me fucked on his bed. Hilarious. I was like, mate, you've got Harry Potter poster on your wall. What do you think? I told a couple of my friends, too. Actually, I'm guessing that means he's trying to say he didn't have sex, but for a lot of people that... Could be a turn on. Oh, yeah. I love having sex in front of Maggie Smith posters. Mm-hmm. After a month, I reached to my mom again and wrote her a long letter about how I was doing, about my American boyfriend, his family, my yoga practice, um, receptionist job at the barber, and so on. She wrote me back about our family, her work, blah, blah, blah. Since then, we kept in touch, exchanging letters every once in a while, but she never fucking asked about my American boyfriend. I always mm-hmm. ask about her boyfriend. What the fuck? I know mm-hmm. I should give her time and all, but what the hell? Is my sexual life this disturbing? Hmm. Um, here's the thing. You know I totally get that. I really get that. Like when it's like you realize that you're like, oh, this person 
never asks about, especially if he's asking about her boyfriend and then she's not asking about his. That's tough. But she might not know how. She might not know how. I mean, I, you know, his, his mom just found out that he's gay. Right. And her response was, I love you. That's and then she's not asking good. about his boyfriend. It's like, well, you know what? Let her come around to it. But as long as you guys are still communicating and there's still love there, then it, you're still moving in the right direction. And when you feel it's necessary, you know, call your mom and say, hey, you know, I want to talk to you about this and this is important to me and let's discuss it and, see, and allow her to speak on what she's feeling right. because she may be feeling worse in her head. And once you start speaking it, she may realize that she's just allowing fear to guide her as opposed to reality. my mom. I remember in college, I had a girlfriend in college and I remember my mom was like, she would always call her my friend. She goes, this is Emma's friend, Lily. This is Emma's friend. This is Emma's friend. And I would like bull dyke it and be like, it's not my friend. It's my girlfriend. And my mom would be like, uh-huh. okay, it's your girlfriend. And this happened a bunch of times and it always upset me. And I, I was always like really bothered by it. And then my sister was with her boyfriend and we were at a family thing. And my, I overheard my mom go, this is Katie's friend. This is Katie's friend, Nick. This is Katie's friend. And I ran over to her and I go, that's Katie's boyfriend. She goes, well, I know, but I, I just, I don't know. I was just saying friend. And then I was like, come here, come here, come here. I go, you always said that my girlfriend was my friend. I was like, I thought that that was homophobic. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, I thought you were embarrassed that I had a girlfriend. She's like, why? And I was like, no, I don't know why. I just thought that's why you were telling like the people that she was my friend. And she's like, she's your friend. I was like, no, she's my girlfriend. She's like, wow. She's like, what do you know? It's, we sound like school children. We boyfriend, girlfriend. This is your friend. So in my head, it went on for like two years where I was like, man, my mom is like totally dismissing me here. But in actuality, so maybe she's not asking too because maybe she's thinking that you are not feeling comfortable to talk about it. All goes back to Mateo's advice of just like literally put it out there. I also just want to say my uncle Mike still doesn't know how to say boyfriend. What does he so say? So when I was back in Chicago, he's like, how is your friend? And like in front of everyone, I'm like, he's my boyfriend. Stop saying friend. That sounds so creepy to be like my special friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird. What it's did like, he boy, say? Friend, I'm like, he, well, I don't know. I don't want to be offensive. I'm like, Ugh. you didn't say, how's your faggot? Right. You, asked, you just say, how's your boyfriend? How's That's that guy is. that you're going please, to? Please, Mateo, please. <laughs> He's so dramatic. This guy. But- We've been talking for 50 minutes. We're we're leaving to get free cheeseburgers. Oh, in nice. Yes, we're wrapping minutes. it up. Yep. So we got we this will be we got to wrap it up. Yep. Um, there was one other thing. Now I forget what it was. God damn it. Oh, I forget. Emma, oh, I just want to say. We have the, we've got the show April 8th. Uh, I think we've sold a couple oh, tickets. Oh, I need to start promoting that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we'll start promoting April that. 8th. And then yeah. I really want to focus on getting a Patreon up and going so we'll have like more content for you guys. Uh, okay, and then Emma, I'm going to call you later tomorrow so you and I can discuss our our plans for what we just talked about earlier. Sounds great. Awesome. We have more stuff coming down the pipeline for you guys. Yes. I feel like this was a good episode. Hope so. We'll let you look at how dedicated we are. I'm in fucking Spain. It's important. All right. Thank it you is. guys. April eighth, we're doing the live show in New York City, and we'll have tickets on both of our inst- links on our Instagrams. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to give you a call tomorrow. Okay. Awesome. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Love you guys. Bye, Kiki. Bye. <laughs>